Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. Happy Friday to all the Text Talk listeners. We're so glad that you're here. Joining us for season five, kicking off the first week. And of course, we love hearing from you. We invite you to send your emails to texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, season five. So, hey, rate the podcast, share the podcast, review the podcast, all those little thumbs up that help other people listen to Text Talk. Let your friends and family know it's a good time to jump in and start with us. It is Gospel of John. We're going to do the writings of John this season going to be rich, rich stuff. It is Friday, which means we'd really like to invite you to meet with us on Sunday. If you live in the Tampa area, here the Christians that meet on Livingston Avenue are going to be getting together. We're going to be worshiping God. We're going to be edifying one another. We'd love for you to come be a part of that. We'd love for you to come and see. Come and see. What it means to be with a congregation of God's people. If you've not experienced that, we would love for you to come uh, join us for that. You can learn more about the times and location at christiansmeethere.org. christiansmeethere.org. Dot org. Come and see. Edwin, where'd you get the idea to say that? I have no idea, but I'm going to read from the Gospel of John, chapter 1. We're going to wrap up the chapter. We're going to back up just a little bit and overlap a little bit of yesterday's reading. I'm going to start in verse 35. You might hear some familiar words in these paragraphs. Let's read it and see. The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold the Lamb of God! The two disciples heard him say this. They followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You'll see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Great callback to Genesis there uh, in verse 51 of uh, Jacob's dream. Yes. Yeah, when he saw the ladder and angels ascending and descending upon that. So here is Jesus. Okay, so subtle subtle thing here. Not only is Jesus greater than Moses, he's greater than... Jacob, mm-hmm. here here mm-hmm. is the greater one who is fulfilling 
all of these accounts, all these historical events that are tied together with the people of Israel. Well, and I even think about the promises, right? Yes. Fulfilling promises, Those promises to patriarchs. He is the seed. Yeah. He is the one that they were told about, mm-hmm. that he's coming and everybody's going to be blessed through this seed. Mm-hmm. He's the one. He's the one. Do you ever wonder what in the world Nathaniel is doing under that tree? I think he's taking a nap. You think so? Yeah. Or he's reading a book. Probably. No, maybe not a book. A scroll. He's reading a scroll. He's uh, just off somewhere completely by himself. He is. He is. Apparently meditating. nobody knew he was there. Philip. Yeah. Philip found him. Philip knew where to go look for him. Knew where, knew where to go look yeah, for him. Yeah, he it. finds That's him. It. So he's he's probably, you know, actually, under, I've never actually even thought about that. So I just threw something out there. But as I think about it, this idea of going off and being in that kind of isolation, especially some of the things I've read about that culture, uh, you know, this would be the kind of thing you would do if you were going to go off and spend some time in meditation, mm-hmm. some time in prayer as you're trying to get away from the people. So, it, man, maybe maybe what we're learning here is that Nathaniel's the kind of guy that would separate himself from people that would go spend some time meditating, praying, worshiping, and Philip knew that. Mm-hmm. And so Philip knew where to get him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nathaniel's the kind of guy that Philip thinks will be interested in this. Yeah, that's right. And so that's he goes right. and gets him, and he says, hey, come and see. Come and see. Come and see. What a great statement. What a little mantra that that ought to be. I mean, this, this should be in our vocabulary. Come oh, and see. Come and see. Uh, we find these these two disciples of John have just overheard Jesus or have overheard John with his Lamb of God alert, and they've decided to follow Jesus. Now, the interesting thing there, when I say that, I don't mean that in the in the metaphorical sense of we're going to hear what he says and we're going to make him Lord of our lives. I mean that in the the literal sense of Jesus is walking that direction. And they've decided to tag along behind him. They're like, oh, we're just going to see what happens next. Let's I mean, just follow this guy today. We've we've heard we've heard John declare Lamb of God a couple of times. Let's see what happens next. And yeah. so finally, Jesus turns around and says, um, "Can I help you guys?" <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just wondering where you're going. Well, yeah. What does Jesus say? Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. So they come and they hang out, but. Then Andrew does something. He, he yeah. says, well, before I follow you, I'm going to go do something. This, and just in verse 39, before we get to that, it does give a little time stamp there, doesn't it? About about the 10th hour. The 10th hour. Yeah. yeah. About so 4 this, o'clock. Yeah. We're just a little bit before sundown. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a little bit before sundown. And, it's, and so they kind of spend the rest of the day with him. Yeah. And he's staying wherever it is he's staying. Yeah. And uh, Andrew can't wait. Got to go talk to Simon, his brother. And he brings him along, and Peter comes to see, and Jesus, well, you're Simon, the son of John. You'll be called Cephas. Now, the English standard just turns that into Peter, but I picked up yesterday that your New King James went ahead and said stone stone. or rock, Mm -hmm. because that's what the name Peter would have meant. Petros Petros would have meant rock Usually translated Peter. Yeah, Yeah. so so he sees that. (laughs) And, you know, and isn't Jesus amazing? He's just giving out names to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to be a stone. You're going to be a rock. And so then the next day they go into Galilee and they find Philip, who is actually from the same city as Andrew and Peter. But Philip does the same thing. He goes to get someone mm-hmm. and he goes to get Nathaniel. And of course, Nathaniel pushes back a little bit. And Philip, instead of like trying to prove it, says, well, what, look, why don't you just come see for yourself? Yeah. You come experience. You come talk to him. And it actually doesn't take much for Nathaniel. I mean, Nathaniel is primed, it seems. No, I appreciate that. We, we've talked on the program this week about the aspect of testimony, right? That John, 
the Baptist, is giving his testimony. It's recorded here. John the Apostle, in writing this gospel, it is his testimony. But here in chapter 1, you have John the Baptist saying, Jesus is the Son of God. Here in chapter 1, you have Nathaniel confessing, you are the Son of God. And he confesses that based solely on you you knew I was under the fig tree. You knew I was under a fig tree. You, how, how do you know you knew I was under the fig tree? It did again, it didn't take much for Nathaniel. Uh, but but he says, and what do we find? It's a confession. Here mm-hmm. Jesus has this amazing, miraculous knowledge, and that's enough of a sign for Nathaniel. And it's it's almost like Jesus says, Boy, I wish it would be that easy for everybody. But well, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot greater than this. I gotta tell you, and I, I know it's kind of getting cutting ahead right skipping ahead but what a what a great little foil you have between nathaniel at the beginning of the book and thomas at the end of the book oh yeah you know because with nathaniel don't worry we'll have all forgotten you said this by the time we get into the book all jesus has to say is i know you're about you're under that fig tree and jesus goes ahead and tells him oh because i said i saw you under the fig tree uh, you will see great that you believe you will see greater things than these. Yeah. And you know, just the opposite with Thomas, unless I see, yeah. right. You know, his hands and his side and I handle him. I will not believe. Yeah. But of course he does see that as well. well and what does Thomas does. confess? And Thomas confesses. You are the son of you God. Are Those are his words, words as well. He ends up in the same place as Nathaniel. Keep in mind, we've been kicking this off, talking about the questions that John is answering. The main question, who is Jesus? We haven't said this yet, but let's you, you jumped ahead. Let's just go ahead and jump ahead to John 20 and verse 30. John, as before he gets to his epilogue, a little bit of a concluding statement. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that by believing, you may have life in his name. Mm -hmm. So here we are in the first chapter, at least the way we break it down today. John wasn't writing in chapters, but as we break it down, we've got the first chapter. And as you've already pointed out twice, John has already recorded for us those who interacted with Jesus saying, you're the son of God. Mm -hmm. You've got John the Baptist saying it. You've got Nathaniel saying it. But that's not all. We've got several statements made. I mean, what in the first chapter, what has he said about Jesus? He's the word. He's the word. He was with God. Mm -hmm. He was God. He was in the beginning. He's light. He's life. Uh, Son of the Father, Mm -hmm. full of grace and truth. He's the Lamb of God. Uh, Here at the very end of this chapter, it's on the Son of Man. Yeah, so Son we, of we, Man comes we, up too, that's we, right. We've got both of these statements. All of these, I mean, John is just piling right up at the front. In case you didn't know what I'm going to say in this book, I'm, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. You know, I'm not, John is not going to try to be one of these sneaky, mysterious writers who just tells us stories and we're kind of wondering where it's going. And, and then at the last minute, he all ties it together and it's this big aha moment. He's, he's telling us right out of the gate, let me, I, I want to tell you about this guy I met. But he's not just a guy. He's God. What's incredible about that is as John is sharing this testimony and crafting these events, and of course it gives us some other insights in this first chapter of some of the early days and early goings of Jesus' earthly ministry, is how boldly this is being said and people are saying it, and yet 
it just didn't click for so many people. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's that's actually the whole point of this gospel. It, think about when John is writing this. I mean, if I'm right on this, I think John is going to be writing at about a time of second and third generation Christians. Probably so. Uh, yeah. Matthew, Mark, and Luke would have come earlier, yeah. I think prior to the destruction of Jerusalem. I tend to think John writes after the destruction yeah. of Jerusalem. Yeah. You're looking at 40 years or more after the gospel was solidified with Jesus on the cross. And so now you've got a, a second generation, maybe even on down to a third generation sure, sure. of people who are starting to follow Jesus. And Matthew, Mark, and Luke have almost certainly been written at this point and are starting to be passed around. Yeah. People have people have heard Matthew's version of the gospel. They heard Peter's version, and now Mark has written that down. They've heard Paul's version of the gospel, and now Luke has written that down. Yep. And by version, I, I certainly don't mean that there are different gospels, but their perspectives and the way they were pr- approaching it. And I, I think it's fair to use the word testimony, honestly. Testimonies, yes. They're testimonies. And, so, and now John comes along and says, you know, those guys gave you, here are the events. Uh, they were event heavy, and of course, those events told you of their meaning. But I'm going to be meaning heavy. Uh, he's going to tell us mm-hmm. some events, but mm-hmm. John is meaning heavy. John yeah. is significance heavy. He says, "I'm not telling you everything. I'm picking and selecting, and I'm I'm crafting the story because I want you to know who Jesus is. Yeah. I don't just want you to know what he did. I want you to know who he is." And he starts off, "He's the Word. He's with God. He was God." He's the Lamb of God. He's the Son of the Father. He's He's the Light. He's the Life. And we're as we go through this book, we're going to see Him say lots of other things. He is the Door of the Sheep. He's the Shepherd. He's the Vine. He's I mean oh, yeah. the Bread of Life. He's all the Way, the Truth, yeah. and the Life. We're going to see these oh, things the, over those, and over again. All those I am statements in the Gospel of John. Of course, we've been spending a lot of time talking about Yahweh in the last season and all yes. the Psalms. Yes, and yes. we're going to do a lot of I am in the Gospel of John. Before we wrap up, I do want to add this little approach to it too, that as John is writing, we've seen kind of a prologue up through about verse 14, um, or verse, yeah, maybe 18 now, but uh, uh, yeah, I want to get that right. The prologue up through about verse 18, and then we've got some of these initial stories of people who started following Jesus, but John does a crafty thing here. because Crafty? Um, I don't mean, mean like, I don't mean crafty in the sense of I mean crafty in the sense of he knows his craft. Oh, he's, well crafted. Well crafted. Well crafted. Yes. Oh, okay, I'll okay. say it that way. He does a well crafted thing here because what he does is he has these fellows who go invite someone else to come check out Jesus. Uh-huh. What is John actually doing with this book? Yeah, he's inviting people to check out Jesus. Yeah, come and and so these these men in the story say come and see Mm -hmm. that's actually john's invitation to us to read the rest of his book come and see i i'm i'm gonna show you jesus come with me into the story see who jesus really is and that's what we're going to be doing for the first half of season five absolutely that's beautiful i'm excited about it well thank you so much for joining us today hope that you have a wonderful weekend and why don't we have a word of prayer our great god and father We thank you, Lord, for this revelation. We thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank you for this scripture, for this word. We thank you for our readings today. And we see the zeal of an Andrew and of a Philip and how they were seeking you, truly seeking you, and Nathaniel seeking you, a a Simon is seeking you. And Father, when when they were given the information, when they were told, there's the Christ, there's the Lamb of God, go follow him, they followed. And they brought others with them. Come and see. And Father, we pray that you might help us to be a true follower and to know we don't need to follow along, but to bring others to to come and see. 
the goodness that is Jesus Christ and the power of the gospel. We pray, Father, that you bless us to that end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.